Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 333 in Edmonton, 533 in Philadelphia. The Oilers and the Flyers, it is a approximately a 530 puck drop back in Edmonton for tonight's game. Cam Moon will have the call. Uh, Jack and Louie and Gene on the TV side, I'll join them during the intermissions as well. Uh, and at this time, uh, we are pleased to be joined by the new president after a uh, spectacular career as a television broadcast analyst, Keith Jones, one of the true character players uh, throughout much of the 1990s. A guy that we just had Ron McLean on. He talked about how you are playing junior C at 18, went off to Western Michigan and became a... Uh, you know, willed yourself to an NHL career. First of all, congratulations. How's it going in the new role it, as a president? It's been great, Bob, and thanks for the kind words. It's uh, It feels natural, surprisingly, yeah. after, you know, being in television for 23 years and doing morning radio here in Philadelphia for 21. Um, it was time for something, something else. Yeah. This is the only place that I would consider it and probably the only place that I would be considered to do it. So... Uh, good combination, and uh, so far, so good. So how would you sort of, like, you're not specifically in a, in a rebuild. We just talked off air. A couple of your better offensive long-term players are not in the NHL right now and because, you know, they're number five and number seven overall picks. But how would you assess where the Flyers are at right now, Keith? We're on our way. Yeah. Uh, we're building, you know, most importantly, the locker room yeah. and the feel amongst the players, making sure that we cross the T's and dot the I's, uh, that we're in a place, you know, in the next couple of years to continue to add pieces. Uh, we want to make this a destination. We want uh, the Philadelphia Flyers to be a team that, you know, individuals want to join. And that's, you know, one of the bigger challenges in a salary cap world. Um, you need to do that. I, I think our city is helping us, especially with the way the sports teams are playing right now and yes. the way the fans are, you know, demonstrating on a nightly basis at every Phillies game right now and every Eagles game that uh, this is a pretty cool place to play. So yeah. we're, we're benefiting from that right now. I know that uh, when Joffrey Lupul was here, and, you know, I grew up with his father, Craig, who was a prolific lawyer, uh, to say the least, a man with immense confidence. I'm not surprised that he spawned a son that ended up playing in the NHL because he was just a little guy growing up. Uh, but he loved it here. Like, he was part of that group with Carter and Richards and Upshaw and those guys, and they absolutely loved it here. Uh, so you have that. It's funny. For me personally, Keith, like, I actually despise the Flyers of the Broad Street Bully because I was a Montreal Canadiens fan. Of course, fan. yeah. Of course. But I'm one of the few guys from Edmonton that loved Eric Lindros. Like, I, yeah. I thought yeah. Eric was... I actually, to this day, don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a player he actually He's a way better passer. I know he had his career shortened a bit, but we didn't understand concussions the way we do today. You were, you know, you were one of his friends. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a but, chance to play with him, and, you know, he was an incredibly talented player. He was unique because he sold tickets. Yes. You know, in, in, a, in a sport that, as you know well in Edmonton, uh, the stars sell, and yeah. you guys have been, you know, the benefactor the of having some superstars, uh, two of the best to ever play the game, yeah. and more play in Edmonton. And we're 
you know, we're looking for those type of players here in Philadelphia, but they're hard to find. And, you know, you you got to get a unicorn here once in a while, and I think we got one in Michkov. And, well, yeah. that's, that's where I want to go next yeah. because you took a swing on a guy that's probably – with if he's North American, he might be pushing Bedard for that. And, and with all seriousness, for that top pick of the draft, he's that gifted. He, he is, and uh, I I watch him every afternoon. Okay, twelve thirty. Sochi <laughs> plays tomorrow. Uh, there's no there's no doubt that we have an eye on the future, uh, and he is uh, he's fun to watch. You know, he's doing some amazing things over there in the KHL. He's still got a lot to learn, and you know we're being patient in that process. Want him to develop. Uh, he's in a good place right now, and uh, we're going to continue to monitor him, but also realize that we've got uh, a really special talent uh, in the future. Uh, how near that future is is debatable, but uh, I think we're kind of looking at that three-year span, and then doing that, it kind of gives us a target and gives our fans a target of when we should be turning the corner. We're joined by Philadelphia Flyers President Keith Jones, Bob Stoffer with you on Orders Now. We are live at Wells Fargo Center. Cutter Goche, I, I got. He was very good in the World Juniors last year. He's in a second year at BC this year. Uh, usually, there gets to a point with players of that ilk that they're not playing. Like you played the full four years at, at Western. Yeah, I had no choice, Bob. <laughs> right. I kept asking. They kept telling me you still played 400 more games in the <laughs> NHL than I did. So, but uh, but on that note, I mean, there's going to need to be a conversation at some point because when a guy's a point per game in his freshman season in NCAA, usually those are guys that come out in either after year two or year three. There's no question that he's he's a stunt. He's an incredibly talented player, goal scorer, and probably the best skater in college hockey. He's really smooth on his skates. So, yeah, we have an eye on him as well. Um, Again, not sure of the timing on that one, but there's no question that he's going to have a long and prosperous National Hockey League career. Uh, Everybody saw the Sean Couturier bowl the other night. Both Couturier and Atkinson missed all of last season. They're back. I mean, we've seen some growing pains this year with both Evander Kane and Connor Brown started the year 5v5 with Connor McDavid. They're both coming off of significant injury. Now, your guys missed the entire season. They actually had more time of recovery. How have they performed so far? Yeah, they, they've been really good. Two years for Sean Couturier, yeah. you know, which is remarkable. Like, do, was there concern that he may never play again? Oh, I'm sure. That much I mean, time? when you miss that much time yeah. as any individual, you're, I'm sure you're questioning yourself. So the fact that he's back and, and healthy and now having to deal with the daily grind of the National Hockey League again. So it's one thing to heal from the injury that you sustain. It's another to wake up every day getting additional knocks to the body. Now, getting used to that, I think, is really important. He had a very strong training camp. He put a lot of work in during the offseason, a lot of work last year as he was trying to return. I think he's been very solid. I think he's had, you know, two really good games. I think one in the middle where it was a little bumpy. And then I thought Atkinson was the same way. Um, I always look at it like the, the blade of a saw when they come back from injury up, a little up, a little bit down, up again. And I think that's what we're going to see for the first six months of this season. But both players are extremely important players, not just by the way that they play, the example that they give on the ice, but the way that they lead off of the ice. And, you know, we're not putting a letter on either player. I think Tort's belief is that they have enough on their plate right now uh, to go out and just get themselves back to playing at the level that they're capable of. 
Uh, he doesn't want them worrying about other things uh, like captaincies. Um, there's no question that le they lead by example, but they don't need a letter on their sweater. Keith, I went in, uh, when we go to Ottawa, uh, even when we stayed out at Brook Street, uh, we Cam Luna and myself, Cam did Red Deer for Brent Sutter for 22 years, we'd find a way to go in and watch the 67s play. And I remember a number of years ago, uh, we saw Travis Konechny, and I was like, this guy's a hell of a player. Like he, And he's not the biggest guy, but he's ultra competitive. Uh, he had a 30-goal season for the Flyers organization. He's 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 a very uh, almost. I mean, he doesn't play an understated game, but he's a little under the radar around the league. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you, you know, you think of players like Brad Marchand and and Matthew Kachuk, and Travis Konechny's not right there with those guys, but he's just below them. Uh, these are players that are very difficult to find. Uh, he's got it. He had it when he arrived. Yeah. He still has it, and he's getting better with it. Um, so we're, we've been really fortunate to, you know, have Travis here in the mix. He's best friends with Travis Sanheim. The two guys are inseparable. Um, they've got a, a great relationship, and, and TK is really an important piece of our future. He is the type of player that uh, you really enjoy watching play because of, of his level of compete but also his talent. He is a, a very special player. He, well, you'll have the cap space to get him re-signed in a couple of years' time. You mentioned Sanheim, and you told me he's playing on his opposite side. He's had a because there were moments over the last couple of years it seemed like he was a little in and out of the lineup. He's obviously stepped up for you. He has. I mean, he has come in in incredible shape this offseason. Gained 15 pounds of muscle. Put a ton of work in. Uh, took a lot of pride this year in you know getting his game back to where it was a couple of seasons ago. Last year was a rocky year to his own admission. Um, said he sustained an injury over in the World Championships and missed a lot of his off-season training last year, and I think it hurt him uh, during the season. At least that's what he conveyed to us. Uh, he's been on it. He is flying. Uh, I, t I talked to him, you know, a lot, and I, c I tell him just, you, you know, you watch Brandon Montour play, just go. There's very few players right. in the league that can skate like you, so go. You can defend skating forward on the way back. We'll, we'll protect that. You just keep going. And he's really pushing himself to challenge more offensively. Well, and Jay Woodcroft referenced the the pace that you guys were playing with through your first three games this year. I, Philly's always had that identity. Um, you signed They signed Delore, obviously, yep. a year ago. And yep. he's about as good at that job as any. He can kill penalties as well. Added Hathaway, who's an agitating presence at best. Uh and then Sealer, who in terms of his striking, actual striking ability, you can tell he's trained. You, so you have that in your in your lineup, don't you? Yeah, I, I always want that. Yeah? Um, I benefited from those type of players in my career. I felt like it helped me play uh, bigger. Who was, who was the best? I had Barubi yeah. all the time, yeah. you know, both in Washington and in Philadelphia. He was pretty good at it. He loved it. I've never seen a guy love it as much as him. Uh, that He did not care. I I set up many fights for him. He called me Don King. He thought yeah. I was the promoter. Yeah. And he was the first guy to pat me on the back and say thank you. Um, that's was, the type of personality he was. Was Almay gone by that point? Yeah, Almay was still there. He did. Almay didn't enjoy it yeah. as much as Craig Barubi He's did. a good talker today, though. Al, good we, fight. Like yeah. he, he was a tough and yeah. very technical fighter. Uh, Craig just loved it, yeah. and he took on all comers. He did, there was no questions for him. If he wanted to, he was willing. How so. about New West? They had uh, Todd Ewan, the only yeah. guy ever to put yeah. Bob Probert down clean yeah. and knock him out. 
and they had Berube, and then obviously uh, Cliff Ronning was the center and the safest man in the building. All right, a uh, couple more here very quickly for you. Uh, just uh, Carter Hart, uh, I remember watching in the 12-13 lockout year, uh, I played for the Southside Athletic Club at Edmonton. Stuart Skinner was there. Uh, James Hamlin and Tyler Benson all got NHL games last year. Three kids off one Bantam Trump team. And Sam Steele and Carter Hart were on Sherwood Park. Um, I actually think there's a chance that Hart and Skinner in two or three years from now are could be Canada's tandem for yeah, a potential... Olympics. Yeah, no doubt. You he, know this guy better than anybody yeah, in the world. He's been great. And obviously, I got to watch him, you know, as every game of his career, if I call on the, the games for the Flyers prior, prior to doing this job. He's been outstanding. Uh, very focused and coming off a shutout against a Vancouver Canucks team who you saw, you know, a couple of games against yeah. Edmonton came in feeling pretty good about themselves and left not feeling as great about themselves. I think they may have looked past us, and our guys really came out and had a strong game, and uh, Carter was a big part of that. Keith, best of luck. Thanks, Bob. If you need a Western Canadian... (laughs) Somehow I don't think that's happening. (laughs) Well done. You guys already stole one of our scouts. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there you have it. All right. Uh, That is Keith Jones. Yes. Uh, Rick Tracy. uh, (laughs) A Brantford boy, too. Uh, You you guys can uh, thank me later. We didn't even bring up the fact that you were the the greatest player to ever come out of Brantford. You know it, buddy. There we go. That is Keith Jones, the president of the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll be back. Lots of still common orders now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 352 in Edmonton, 552 in Philadelphia. Bob Stoffer with the Oilers. We are at Wells Fargo Center. Cam Moon will have the call of tonight's game. Reed Wilkins has the face-off show beginning at 4.05. Guests and Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Now open for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. An afternoon celebration for the census. Visit jvedmonton.ca. And when we talk about Brentridge Ford and their multiple President's Awards for customer satisfaction, their full transparency, their customer care after the purchase, we talk about a successful organization. And successful organizations, like great franchises, have stability. Here are some legacy-level stats for you. Service manager Kevin started back in 1998. Sales manager Chris, he's a Flames fan. We won't hold that against him. He started in 99. Uncle Milk, the rookie, he started back in 02. I don't even know if Uncle Milk's in town these days at Brent Ridge Ford. But I know from personal experience the whole Brent Ridge Ford staff is committed to ensuring your customer experience is a positive one. Brent Ridge Ford is your four truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. To the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Guess what? The Oilers are completely healthy for tonight's game. Meanwhile, the Flyers will play without uh, Ryan Ellis, who's on LTIR with core issues, and Rasmus Ristolainen uh, with a lower body challenge. He was the uh, player selected after Darnell Nurse in the 2013 NHL draft. Again, that is our injury report for James H. Brown. Proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Elks, and the Alberta Golden Bears. Royal Pizza. Pizza pasta, so much more. You can get their new Canadian club sandwich with chicken ham bacon, ranch, lettuce, and tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stopper recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean Chicken, 14 locations in Edmonton and the surrounding areas. We head into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Join the three-night Montreal road trip with a private suite, Oilers and the Habs. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Back in the state, 1979. What is that? That's 44 years ago. The Oilers won for the first time as an NHL club. They double up Quebec 6-3. Blair McDonald led the way, scored the, NH- the Oilers first. 
franchise NHL hat trick. Tomorrow, well, we're at Claire Drake Arena. Frank Valley for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. We'll have Ian Herbers on. We'll have David Staples' Cult of Hockey on. Cam Moon will swing by. But we got a game tonight, and Reed Wilkins is waiting. He's stoked. He's jacked with the City Ford Faceoff Show. After a global news, weather, traffic update with Randy Kilburn, I'll rejoin you at 4.30 Edmonton time.